This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not I'm not supposed to take any questions for a new world order now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good morning and welcome. <clears throat> Excuse me. To the Removing Confusion podcast, February 23. Or as we say in America, February the 23rd, 2022. I'm going to talk about some heavy stuff today. And uh, it goes along with some of those things we've discussed over the last couple of years that level just right you gotta serve somebody (laughs) it's your choice now let me tell you something I've had this discussion with folks here and there they say, well, I'm not serving the devil. Well, it may be the devil or it may be the law, but you're going to have to serve somebody. And I'm not calling anybody a Satanist. <clears throat> but what we have is a, a period of time right now that you're living in, and I'm living in. If you're listening to me, you're still living No matter where you are, uh, Japan or Australia, and I hope we get more Australians listening. We do have a few. Germany. Going to whistle our way into the Czech Republic somehow, and the U.K. is picking up Canada. We've got quite a few up there now. Bulk of us are here in the United States, and we're watching the world around us. Now the thing of it is we see a backing off and we're going to discuss this about the uh, coronavirus uh, mandates. So a lot of the nations of the world are starting to back off. They have no choice. People are starting to take to the streets. Now why it hasn't happened here in one of the freest nations in the world one raised up by God, I, I truly believe, to do what needed to be done at a, at a time, United States, to evangelize the world, to show other people that, hey, you can live free. Or, we don't really like the other slogan. It's, it's a great one, though. Uh, it's Patrick Henry, live free or die. You know, that's, that's a great thing to put on your license plate, you know, when you think about it. Oh, live free or die. Well, you know, it's coming to that. There's people still in jail, held in solitary confinement. There are people who went to prison already for what happened in January 6th of 2021. Are you kidding me? I'm I'm telling you. Excuse me if I'm snorting. That that should not happen in a free society. There shouldn't be barbed wire fences around the Capitol building. There never has been in the history of this country. But yet, two times, or maybe three, maybe I'm missing counting, in the last year, we've erected this black 
fence that goes all the way around the Capitol grounds, costing millions upon millions of dollars, if not billions. We're calling National Guards to block streets in the Capitol police as well, to block off streets in D.C. so that the truckers can't block them. Now, you tell me where the sense happened there. Maybe I'm seeing this wrong. Maybe I'm picking up on it the wrong way. But you're going to have the goon squad and the military, which I love. I was a, I was a military guy. But I, what they're being used for now, come on. They're coming in and they're occupying by the order of the president the United States Capitol. Now, they have to do what they're told to do. And I I honestly believe that my brothers and sisters in green are not going to step across the line. There may be a few that do in attacking their own citizens. That's not what the... You know what? The military is not designed for police forcing. That's why we have police. But when you defund the cops, guess what you get? A lack of cops. Brilliant, isn't it? Isn't it just awesome how we think in the in the nation's capital and the in the seat of our government? You know, we get all wound up and we got to get rid of cops. We got to get they they've got to go. We need to rethink policing. And then when you don't have enough of them, or you feel like they need augmented, you bring in the military, which is designed for fighting overseas. We have a little thing called posse comitatus that keeps the military from enforcing laws and fighting against American citizens. That's why they're not at the border. That's what they keep telling us. Why don't we have the military presence at our southern border? Now, you you know what? We may need them at the north because of the way Trudeau's acting in Canada. Those people are going to leave Canada to come down here, but you know, once they see who's in charge down here, they'll be like, "Good Lord, we leave we leave a dictatorship to come to a nut house." That's what we're looking like, folks. Well, I want you to think about this. I even look now. I, I hear people, you know, that oh, you know, America's going to come back, and you know, I hope it does. But you know, w- w- to what length and how long will it take us to bounce back? From Biden, B B B, bounce back from Biden. There you go. I I think it'll take a long time. He has destroyed this nation in an, in just over a year. His policies, guided by Obama, have destroyed what they didn't have destroyed back in twenty twelve, twenty oh eight, twenty fourteen, right up to twenty sixteen. This thing in the Ukraine, I said the, okay, replay, replay, this thing in Ukraine, the fight has been going on between Russian separatists and Ukrainians for eight years, since 2014, and we never really stepped in on this, oh, but the boogeyman has come down from Russia, Vladimir Putin, or as some people say, Vladimir or whatever, just, you know, Vlad, me and him in our first name basis. He's come down and he's set up his forces. He's going to take Ukraine out. Now, we don't really want to see that. But we also know if we look into it and quit listening to the mumbling, bumbling dimwits that are out there telling you and the ones who back up the mumbling, bumbling dimwits and the mask lady who calls herself the vice president of the United States who mumbles through a mask, you wonder if it's really her voice that are telling us the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming. I'm going to tell you something. If we keep messing with the bear, I said it before, you look back a few podcast before this one uh, a month or so or 
we got to stop poking both bears, the panda in China and the grizzly in Russia. Now, we, gotta, we, we don't want to see, none of us want to see Russia invade uh, the Eastern Bloc countries of Europe, like Romania, Croatia, Czech Republic, uh, East Germany again, Poland. Those people deserve their freedom. And, you know, being uh, NATO forces, we need to stand up for them. Ukraine, a corrupt nation. Well, let's put it this way. I'll, re- I'll rephrase that. A corrupt political system. More corrupt than ours. And that's probably saying something. One that bought off the Biden family, which has been proven, but, you know, we can't say it out loud because we get deplatformed or we get kicked off of Facebook and Twitter. Go for it. Twitter. So many people go to those sources for their news. And in that, they don't hear about the laptop back before the uh, 2020 election that Hunter Biden had that proved, oh, that's Russia, Russia, Russia disinformation. Their famous words are now disinformation, misinformation, and they are the ones that spew it the most. They are the cover-up artists. Now, are the Republicans all clean and, no, they're not. They're not clean and shiny. Getting to where I'm neither one or the other. Maybe I'm more libertarian than I thought. I'm just a Christian guy that's sick of seeing people lie. I'm I'm sick of it. I think you are too, those of you that listen to me. And I appreciate every one of you. Let's switch gears. I, I, can, I can really get fired up. You know, the, here's the thing, a funny thing, though, is they found out that using Trump, since he's out of office... I mean, he's still holding his rallies and probably will try to run again in two years or so and could possibly win. But, you know, we don't know. We don't know how that's going to go. We don't even know if we'll be here. But here's the thing. They need a new boogeyman. <laughs> this is so funny. They need a new boogeyman. They can't use Trump anymore. And there's 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 not a viable, strong enough Republican uh, senator, congressman, or whatever to throw under the bus. Now, they could have used DeSantis, governor of Florida, or uh, uh, Jim Jordan up here in Ohio. They're, they're, but, you know, those guys are they're governors of states and they're uh, congressmen, you know, representatives of, of, of states. They need a, somebody who reaches out that people are listening to. So who'd they pick? Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is the new boogeyman. Oh, he's the most dangerous man in America. But yet, you know, if you say that about them, if you come out and say Joy Reid from MSNBC or uh, Carol Costello over at CNN or uh, on and on, you name one. I, 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 some of them I don't even know their name. Margaret here and, and this, that one there. If you say their name and attach this dangerous to democracy title that they like to throw on everybody else, they start to whimper and cry and say, you've caused me grievous harm, and now people are looking to me and they're trying to kill me. But if they turn that coin around and throw it at somebody else and put their life in danger, dox them out, which basically, if you don't know what that means, find their address and their phone numbers and their email addresses and pollute that out into the, out into the uh, society so that people can march around their houses. Oh, that's okay. But don't do it to me. No, I'm, I'm the guy. I'm your... I'm your host over at CNN and CNBC and MSNBC and all the other ones that are, we're on your side. They're also the ones that gave us Biden. That and the Democratic Party, which I'm sure they all cast their money towards. So there you go. The new boogeyman, Tucker. Don't ever tell the truth because you'll become the left's boogeyman in a minute. Is he perfect? No, no more than I am. 
<clears throat> Let's look at some stuff here. Some people are asking questions, and they're good questions. We're going to switch gears. We're going to talk a little bit about this virus junk again. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the biblical side of it that some people kind of claim and hold on to and why I think we need to be careful how we address things. Okay, the virus and the vaccine. We all, we've all been down this road so many times that we can do it blindfolded. And it, it leads to a lot of things. First of all, I heard a guy ask a question. I've heard this is many times I've heard people say, what do you think? Now, they haven't asked me. I, well, some have, but, you know, off the cuff, talking in circles. What do you think? Do you think that this vaccine is the mark of the beast mentioned in Revelation 13 of our Bible? Now, to refresh your memory, let us turn in our Bible, if you have one. It's okay if you don't. We're going to read it to you anyway. And we're going to read a portion, at least, of Revelation 13. I may bounce around a bit. Here's a fun part of uh, Revelation chapter chapter 13, verse 2. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were the feet of a bear, and his mouth was the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. Okay, so they just recently uh, delivered a statue to the United Nations, if I'm not mistaken, United Nations, that depicts this very thing. Now, why would they do that? Did did they read this and say, wow, that sounds like a cool thing. We'll just put that in front of the most evil place on the planet. It has more power than they deserve. And some people say that's who's doing the arresting of truckers in Canada as UN group, uh, UN uh, sources or forces. And I saw one of the heads as if it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. So the beast goes through something that causes it to uh, die and come back to life with a head wound. There's a lot of speculation on that. We're not gonna we're not gonna go so deep on that. I will drag my friend Mike back in. We were gonna do a little bit more of this when we talked the other day, and technical issues of Tom wrecked that. But uh, we, we probably need to spend a lot of time deciphering, exegeting this whole thing. Uh, there's a mouth given unto him speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue for 40 and two months. See, that's the thing. All the way through, we always see 42 months, uh, you know, three and a half years, time, time, and half a times. All that. It's always three and a half years of some sort. It's three and a half, usually 360 day years, which is God's prophetic years of 360 days, which the Jews used to go by with their calendar. <clears throat> oh, you know, then he opened his mouth and the blasphemes against God to blaspheme his name and his uh, tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given un, given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. So, in other words, this guy or this thing or this whatever it may be, and we're I'm not I'm trying not to go too deep on this right now. I, I want to get to the point, but um, whatever the beast system is, if it's a system that does this, if it's I know there's one individual at one point in time called the Antichrist with capital A who comes on the scene, the white horse rider back in uh, Revelation, I think it's six, to don't hold me to that. But, you know, the, the seals were broken, and the first one was a white horse who, who's mimicking Christ because Jesus comes at the end on a white horse, his vestiges dipped in blood. And uh, verse 10, he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with a sword. Here's the patience and the faith of the saints. So, you know, there's basically going to be this thing. Now, people say, 
well, we're all going to be out of here before any of this happens. But yet there's still saints here. Now, there, you, I've heard, you know, I've heard pastors, and they, they just astonish me, some of them, of how dumb they are biblically. Or, uh, I'm sorry, rephrase, ignorant. I heard a guy say one time, well, there's no saints up here on this stage. And I'm like, okay, then you're lost. All the way through this New Testament, Paul writes to the saints at Ephesus, the saints at Colossae, the saint on and on. You got the, these, yes, we are, you know what? It's not like Catholic saints where they're venerated and they make a statue for you. But when you decide to follow Jesus, he looks at you as one of his saints. He knows that sometimes you may be an ain't because you backslide or, or you sin, which we do. I never tell people, oh, you're a saint. You'll never sin now. Your, your sins are all forgiven, past, present, and future, yeah, which is true. But the thing of it is, is, you know, sometimes we have to come back to God like David did many times and say, forgive me. I have made a grievous error that I should not have done. I've hurt someone, or I have worse than someone. I've hurt you, Lord. I've injured you. I've grieved the spirit, as it says in First Thessalonians. Grieve not the spirit of God. And I'll tell you what, there's a lot of grieving that goes on against the spirit of God. Now, I, I'm, I'm probably guilty of it as anybody. I, 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 have, I, I have a temper. I try to keep it under control. I don't use it just to use it. And, you know, there's a lot of people have never seen it. Uh, my wife has, but not against her. You know, it's just anger of the things I see around me and the stupidity that I hear when I turn on Christian TV or other places that you may hear a message that is supposed to be from God and ends up being all about some guy and his endless need to talk about himself. I've heard so many of them do that, and it just disturbs me. Uh, beheld another beast coming up out of the sea and he had two horns like a lamb and he spake like a dragon this guy's there's your antichrist guy he he's a faker he's got uh horns like a lamb but he's talking like a dragon he's he's coming up he's he's your world leader he's your religious leader even i think this is actually this is the beast maybe the antichrist yeah what, what's it? false prophet i'm sorry i would get to it sooner or later because there's like a, a trifold thing we have, you know, like God has a trinity of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Here you have Satan, the Antichrist, Satan, the the uh, false prophet, and Satan, the uh, uh, beast. So you know you have this kind of try try you know tripod kind of a deal. He's gonna do a bunch of great wonders and all that. Like I said, I don't want to get into too much. Just I want to drop down. And get to the very end, okay, of this chapter really quickly. And, and, he was given great power, and there was an image of the beast, and the image talks and all that. And, this is verse 16 of Revelation 13. And, he causeth all, how many? All, both small, great, rich, poor, free, bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark, the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, and we all know it, say it together. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six, six hundred and sixty-six. Six hundred and 66 now there's people that argue that the number is not really 666 it's 616 you know it's pretty plain what i read here 666 now does that mean we're gonna have triple sixes stamped on our forehead or our hand i don't know or in some kind of an implant we don't know yet but there's a lot of people going about wondering is this vaccine the mark of the beast I don't think so. I don't think so. I know one thing. The vaccines don't work. 
the CDC is being forced now to some down the road. They're going to have to. They got a lot of answering to do. Or is the old Lucy show? Well, you got a lot of explaining to do. You know, they they are going to have to step up and tell us the truth, or at least part of it, because they never tell you the truth. They always tell you part of it, and part of a truth is still a lie to me. When you tell part of it and leave the other part out, it's deception. Deception, boy, I'll tell you what, you talk about it in church and you'll get in all kinds of, you know, people don't want to hear it, you know, because I can't be deceived. Yes, you can. If you're sitting there listening to a guy who doesn't know how to preach the word of God but only knows how to talk by himself, he's already surrendering himself to something. My friend, uh, late friend, Bill Randalls, we talked about him and I played a little tribute to him a while back after he is his uh, to me, untimely passing, but uh, that's God's will. Bill Randall said something very poignant, and he told a story about a woman. I, I should dig this up and play it in his words, but I'm going to tell you what he said. He had a woman in his church, and she sat there, and she listened to the messages, and his his messages were Bible. I mean, they, they were, he was, you know, he, there's there's guys out there that that's, that's what they do, and they're very good at it. And he, he would he was an expositor, a very good one, not a not a storyteller, but he told this story. The lady in his church sat there and listened, listened, and came to the you know, part where you make a decision for Christ and uh you know, after after it was all over, he he just had a feeling. He he could see her squirming a bit or whatever, and and he went up and talked to her and he says, You know, I noticed I do you feel a conviction? Do you feel a, a need? Do you, do you feel something? You know, there's something going on there. And she told him, she says, well, yeah, I do. Now, I'm paraphrasing all this, but I, like I say, I will look this up. It'll take a while, but I, I like, I love this story uh, and, and his premise on it. She said, yes, you know, I, I really want to, I really want to get saved. I really want to step out and, and, and do the whole salvation thing. I, I, I really want to follow Jesus. I just can't. And he's like, well, why not? What, what's stopping you? She says, well, I have friends. She says, I'm not. I'm, I'm married or whatever. I'm straight, but I have friends that are homosexuals. And I would feel like I was betraying them if I followed Christ. It's like I'm leaving them behind. And what Bill's take on that was, well, you know, there are people, there's, and she's, a, she's just one out of many. There's so many people that have trouble following Christ because, oh, he's so exclusive. You know, you can't, he's the only way. Is that really true? Yes, it is, actually. It's what it says in the Bible. Uh, and they, but, you know, here's his take on it. And I, loved, I loved it, and I've held on to it, and I, I dearly miss this guy. But uh, he said... There are people, you know, whether the vaccination is the mark of the beast or the real ID card or whatever, these, the, to me, they're all things that step towards it. There are people who have already taken the mark of the beast in their heart. Or as it says, maybe a better way to put it, you know, in their mind. Uh, was it First Corinthians four? I'm uh, I'm stuttering over because this is just the Holy Spirit working. It says their minds are blindfolded by the God of this world. People who have so sold themselves out, you can't even sell yourself out to your friends, folks. You you have to make a decision. Jesus first, and everything else comes next. Even family, that's a hard one for a lot of people. You know, if you have family who just refuses Christ, you know, you're, you're going you're gonna to be an outlier if you decide to follow Jesus. And, you know, he talked about it. He said, and we talked about that the other day. Mike and I was on here together about um, people in the Muslim world, you could be killed. In the Jewish world, you're out of the family 
for following Jesus. They look at him. They don't, they just you know they'll they'll play their game. Oh, he's a great teacher and he's a good man. No, he's the son of the living God. Period. But let's let's look at why people could say, well, the coronavirus vaccine seems like something that's not normal to our existence, to our way of life. Now, there's people who say, well, you took the, the all these other vaccines, you know, did you really need them? We don't know. Polio and whatnot. I don't get into the conspiracy theories about that. I want facts. But let us say this. None of those stopped you from getting on an airplane. On and on. So let's look at what's being set up. Soldiers in our United States Army, military, whatever. Let's just go with the military. Being tossed out because they say, I'm, I'm, I'm just not taking it. I can't get a religious exemption or whatever else exemption, a, a health exemption. I've already had corona, so I don't need it, whatever the case may be. But now, in swoops, you know, there's a girl just got tossed out of West Point. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You apply to West Point. Your grades have to be fours. You can't just get in. You get in on your merit. And she got dumped out because she wouldn't take the shots. I mean, come on. You're like 18, 19, 20, or maybe a couple of years older than that now, you know, if you've been in for a while. And you've put all the time in, and now they come along and say, no, you got to take this shot. Why? It's a cold. It's the flu. You know, it doesn't really knock the young folks off of their axis unless they already have pre-existing comorbidities. If you're young, you have a pretty good chance of making it through. Uh, we mentioned the other day about the 1849 and some people say it's 1864, whatever you want to go with. I think the numbers are both on both camps, but it's more impactful when you look at the people from 18 years old to 49, that's our workforce. That's the people. A lot of them are still in the military are going in dying 40% rise in mortality last year over the year before. 40% more. That's four more out of each 10 that you can name, okay, that died last year. Now, it's not all from corona, and it's not all from the corona shots. You know, there's uh, suicides, car wrecks, and all the other stuff mixed in there because it's mortality, whatever it may be. But I guarantee you somewhere in there these shots are because there's a lot of people with uh, in that age group with heart problems because of the shots. So we're going to just toss our soldiers out. Then we want to go to war with Russia. <laughs> Great idea. Get rid of them and then go over there and defend Ukraine from Russia. Uh, Biden, you go. You send your son crackhead, uh, uh, whatever. What's his name? Goodness gracious, my brain's lost. Hunter. You, you send Hunter. He's already he already knows the Ukrainians pretty well, so let him go over there and fight for him. Okay, now the mandates on a lot of things were pulled back worldwide, but we still see a lot of them here in the United States. You know, uh, UK, Israel, a lot of these other countries in the European Union. They're saying, well, you know what? It's time to to pull the lever back a little bit, let people have that freedom that they deserve. You know, they've been good little proles, so we'll just let them go. I guarantee you the other shoe will fall someday because they can't let go of the power. They have the power. They've taken it. They, they own it, and they want it more. They're thirsty for power, and the, their fangs are already out. But here, not so much. Here you have the corporations that, that run things that are still making decisions that 
you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't go here, you can't go there, you can't work here unless you're doing it. How about the colleges? Have they, have they pulled back yet? I haven't heard lately. I don't think so. You either get vaxxed or you don't come. And, and if you do, we're going to lock you in your dorm until we throw you out of there because you don't deserve a dorm even if you paid for it. These are the Ivy League colleges that churn out all the new liberals that we end up with anyway, so maybe it's a good thing we do close those places down. China. China yeah. Canada is under martial law. Now, if you don't understand martial law, that is when the government takes over everything. They take over utilities. They take over your bank accounts. They freeze them, in other words. They take over everything. The military is used to be the force to deal with. But the prime minister is the exacting force. And, he's got, of course, he's got all his liberals around him. That'll say, oh, great, great idea. Oh, thank you for taking over, Castro. Uh, oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, I did. His name's Trudeau. But uh, it's a striking resemblance to Fidel that many have already talked about. And, you know, he's carrying the same kind of ideals. I mean, uh, Cuba is just a small little island country. Canada, it is a ex- expansive huge nation how long before these truckers disappear to the farthest north place where they're already building detention centers for the unvaccinated that's my joe biden thing the unvaccinated or the corona sick whatever they they have them they build them i mean they they there's a, a pulled a thing on that the other day down here again can you fly without a mask can you even take a cruise if you don't have a shot i heard somebody say the other day and i told i rolled it back and said listen to this to my wife i said look listen to this you know you can the cruise for the unvaccinated you know there was, it was some cruise line you know we have a cruise for you for the vaccinated you know, go to Jamaica or something. Uh, I wouldn't. You know, they, there's places, you know, here in in the freedom of Ohio that we have because we just don't care anymore. You know, you can go without a mask, but there's places yet today that you cannot. One of them, I believe, is the uh, uh, where Congress meets in the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of those ladies, uh, what's her name, Marjorie Taylor Greene and uh, Lauren Boebert, you know, they've already racked up like $6 billion worth of fines from Nancy Pelosi because they refused to wear the mask. And I don't blame I wouldn't either. <sighs> Try to collect. But they got to watch out. Sooner or later, Nancy will put them in jail, and they'll be buried underneath the dc jail somewhere like the january 6th insurrectionists i'm telling you that's what's happening to some of these truckers in canada they're going to put them under the jail and then you know hopefully with the uh nat's length of memory that most people have they'll be forgotten i'm gonna tell you right now do not forget about those people on january 6th who have been locked up now if they did wrong they need to be held accountable for what they did which is, for the most part, trespassing. If they destroyed something, then they need to fix it. But I didn't hear a lot of destruction that happened. It was just people walking around. Uh, It was our lawmakers who threw their papers up in the air and ran out of the door like a bunch of women. I'm sorry, ladies. Don't hold that against me. Uh, Children. Let's go with that. Oh, the boogeyman. I often think, if I was there, what would I do? I guarantee you, if I was a senator or a congressman, people would know what I stand for. I'd have probably stayed in my chair. 
I've been in places where you wouldn't want to be. I didn't run from it. Am I a tough guy? Absolutely not. You could probably knock me over the feather these days. But you have to have the toughness of mind where you stand your ground and say, what are you guys doing here? And when they say, well, we're just making our statement. Okay, fine, let's talk. But no, all of our lawmakers who, you know, and some of them wanting to defund cops again, let's bring that back around. What did they do? They ran out the door like a bunch of babies, chickens, pigeons, whatever. Probably more like pigeons. So like I say, the rest of the world seems to be taking a step back or at least a moderate proportion of it. The uh, Germans and the uh, United Kingdom and they're taking a step back from the mandating people into the, into the ground, you know? Uh, But, you know, we like say, look up North to Canada, that that'll float down here sooner or later because they're all in the same political uh, playground of leftist, socialist, nigh-socialist, communist. I'm going to tell you, the communists probably wouldn't even want these guys. But, uh, you know, even the vaxxed, those that have taken a vaccine, a lot of, they say 90% of the truckers in Canada were vaccinated. They just didn't like the mandates that said, when I come across the border, I got to sit for five days. Had to be quarantined and go through all this malarkey. It's tyranny. And so the ones that are being locked up, many of them, they they took the shot. Why are they doing that to these people who followed? You know, and that's something that was brought up by a, a guy I heard. He, you know, the good it was a good question. You know, if if these shots are designed to kill people, which I believe to a certain degree they are, you know, prematurely, then why would they do that? Don't you think they'd rather get somebody like me that refuses to take their shots? And the guy said, look, I've known some of these people that are in power, what do we call the globalist elites. He says they don't care about anybody except themselves. They don't care if they knock off their supporters because they're going to sooner or later anyway. That's all there is to it. They want a reduction in population to 500 million. They even scribbled it in stone in you know, like 20 different languages and put it up down in, in Georgia, at the Georgia, what they call the Georgia Guidestones. You yourself can drive down to Georgia and go, I think it's Stone Mountain, and take a look at it. It's the American Stonehenge, but it's it's written in English and Hebrew and Japanese and all kinds of Chinese, everything else. And the number one thing on there is to you know reduce and maintain the world population at five hundred million. That means seven and a half billion of us have to die. Revelation coming to truth right before you. With and I looked this up because I, I I wanted to know and I don't like to just throw numbers around okay I don't just like to say stuff to say stuff I looked it up this is from one of those websites that I I'm sorry I didn't get the website but it was it was a government controlled one it says there's a reportedly sixty two point five percent of the world has been vaccinated. That's nearly two thirds. What? That, yeah, you know, sixty-six and you know, two thirds, two thirds of the world is already vaccinated. I don't know to what extent is that fully vaccinated? Because they, uh, as they say, they move the goalpost. You know, well, if get vaccinated, the two shots, oh, you're vaccinated. Oh no, you got to have three. And I'm going to tell you right now, the third one went out a few months ago. It's coming for the fourth sooner or later, and you'll still have the people that will run and get it. Even as their health goes downhill, as their thinking goes a little bit more south, 
as they feel like, man, I catch a cold, like not even thinking about it. They'll go get a shot to protect themselves from something that we've talked about that a lot, haven't we? 62.5% of the world is vaccinated. And you know what? For those of you who say, well, is it the mark of the beast? I say, I don't think so. I think like this. When they came out with the real ID card here in the United States, or, you know, your new driver's license, if you don't have that, you couldn't go into a federal building. You couldn't fly without the real ID. And it was, you know, set up for, you know, January 2022 or something like that. So, of course, I got one, even though I don't really, you know, there's times I may have to go to a federal building for one thing or the other, uh, not very often, and I should have said, no, I ain't doing it. But, you know, it also said, well, if you don't do it, you're, you're going to have to do it sooner or later anyway. So I did it. Now, did I swear allegiance to anyone to do that? I absolutely did not. And if they came to me and said, well, you know, here's, you know, give us all your documentation so we can scrunch it down and throw it onto that uh, little piece of plastic. And then you put your hand on the Bible or the uh, satanic Bible or whatever it is and swear allegiance to the leader. No, I'm not doing that. There goes my head. Have they done that with the coronavirus shots yet? No, they have not. There's, there's, the, there's the key uh, phrase in Revelation 13 that, you know, those who worshipped and swore their allegiance basically to the beast or its system or antichrist, whatever. They haven't done that yet. But they certainly have pushed people to a point where they know they can't do much of anything without getting the shots. You know, on a personal note, I've had uh, a ministry that I was involved in, one of my own that I, I, uh, you know, was doing for a while. And then Corona hit and I couldn't do it. And then it came back where I could do it again and then mandates came out for certain places and boom gone again and you know it's it's kind of painful but am i going to go get a shot so i can still do that no i'm not i'll just push through it till they release their mandates or take their claws out of my back or everybody else's back it's not just about me but you know I just I, I want to say this very strongly. I do not think that this particular thing, this this coronavirus vaccination program, is the capital T mark of the beast. I do not believe it is. But just like that. Real ID card that's that limited you wouldn't let you allow to do certain things like fly or go to the federal building. Just like that, this thing is another step towards it. You see, they know what they're doing. They always have. They know that what they have to do is get people softened up. The, the best way to soften people up in this one was to get them so afraid that they were going to die that they'd run somewhere and allow these people to inject them with something that nobody knows is what's in it except for the devils that did it. The mRNA injections have never been used. They've never been tested to any intense degree. Your doctor will tell you all kinds of things to get you to take the shot because I, I, either they're in on it or they're ignorant. They, they, they're listening to Fauci. And who would listen to that guy at this point? Even his words of telling you that it was the best thing that you could possibly do wasn't enough. They had to start mandating things to get people to submit 
Now, I'm not going to submit to anything that government pushes out. Yeah, well, to a certain degree, I guess we do. We submit to paying taxes. We submit to uh, uh, the real ID card that got me on that one. License to go fishing. You know, those guys, I don't have a choice. I want to fish, I got to have a license. You know, I want to drive my car, I got to put plates on it. You know, that kind of thing. You know, that's some sort of submission. But it's not like I'm getting on my knees and saying, oh, I worship you. That's the big ticket here. Now, I don't believe anybody that's taken the vaccination has had to do that. I, I know for a fact they have it. So, no, it's not the mark of the beast. But, you know, I heard a guy ask that question, and the, guy, the person who responded to him said, no, no, no. Well, don't you think it could a good question to follow up? Don't you think it's a precursor? No, no, no. First of all, most people that would say that double no, 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 triple no, 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 don't know, K-N-O-W. They've stepped across the line they don't understand because everything that these people mandate, everything that they try to force down your throat, especially now that it's going inside your body, not, not a card that you carry on the outside, but now a, a, a medicine, supposed, that goes inside you. These things lead you closer to the point where, hey, if I want to go on the cruise, because people are addicted to cruises. People are love to take the flight and go wherever. I don't. I, don't. I hate flying. I hate airports. I hate planes. I, I'm, I'm okay then. I'm not flying anywhere. I'll drive. But now I can't afford to do that because gas is going to be five bucks a gallon before we know it. So you got to save up to do that, folks. It's cheaper to take the flight, right? But you can't take the flight because you didn't get shot yet. Now, they haven't pushed that, but it's coming. You know, all you got to do is have a resurgence in this corona or uh, uh, the next thing, you know, is it going to be Ebola pox? And there's some talk of that out there in the fringe society, which isn't so much fringe anymore. We're, we're, in, we're in dangerous, dangerous territory. Because people listen too much to talking heads. People believe their government too much. Search the scriptures for the truth. Don't let them deceive you. Because they will. Don't let the pulpit pounders deceive you. Because they will. The bullies in the pulpit specifically will try to pound their fist and point their finger and make you feel like you don't know anything. You can be the most, you can be the, the strongest person out there by just having, I, I went over my time, <laughs> by just having the ability to stand there and say, you're wrong. There we go. We'll get it this time. I love to talk to you folks. I hope you like hearing what we have to say here. Take it in, uh, parse it out, bounce it off the scriptures, bounce it off of whatever else. Tom Richardson's going to say goodbye for now. The Removing Confusion podcast, February 23, 2022. Until the next time, which will be soon, we'll go deeper into this subject. Have a great day, a great week. It's Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.